Yo, what up? It's Donut, and you tuning in to All Your Illuminata News. And we got a special guest back with us once again. Uh-oh. Get my, get my audio playing. We here with Waters Above. Waters Above, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Looking forward to this one. This is going to be wild. We're going we gonna to get into some <laughs> wild topics because... A lot of stuff that we've talked about and decoded seems to be coming to fruition. Why is this? Well, I think a lot of the things we've talked about in our past podcasts had to do with water symbolism. There was definitely a lot going on with that. You know, we were in the year of the water tiger and now we're in the year of the water rabbit. So that makes a lot of sense why we're getting a lot of that uh, playing out. I remember you were doing great work with Poseidon and Neptune and bringing up those connections with the Trident. And, um, I even saw the, um, uh, big connection. I wanted to share with uh, this with you, how Rihanna is going to be doing the halftime show in the, in the Super Bowl. And if you look up the flag of Barbados, which is allegedly where she's from, you get that right. Trident symbolism. So uh, I thought that was a pretty amazing connection, even the same color scheme and everything. Yeah. She's an ambassador. Um, for uh that country so wow. i mean she's yeah so she's very high up level but yeah you're you're absolutely right and also what i've been forecasting is the egg the egg rituals going on where oh first that's not an egg that's that's a donut <laughs> so in the beginning of the month Miley Cyrus was performing and she's from Tennessee and Tennessee mm. is where Memphis is. And she did a song with juicy J, which was called 23 and <laughs> Memphis has the egg. So seeing the symbolism as there's this egg shortage, egg uh, farms are being burnt down in all places, Connecticut where Yale is where it's going to be celebrating its 322 year where the secret society 322 is at. Um, and all this egg oh, stuff uh, is popping up. It's funny that you brought up Memphis and the 23 because Memphis and Gamatria and just standard ABC equals one, two, three uh, Memphis equals 83 and 83 is the 23rd prime number. <laughs> so that's directly connected to the 23. Right. So the 23rd prime number, can you explain this? Because Miley Cyrus is wearing the 23, Memphis, mm -hmm. 83. Explain this 23 prime number for us. Yeah, so just when you type into a Gematria calculator with standard English ordinal um, Gematria, you get 83 when you, when you type in Memphis, and 83 equals the 23rd prime. And that 23 number is huge, you know, like it's been showing up a lot. Definitely this year, we're in the Hebrew year of 5,783 and five plus seven plus eight plus three equals 23. No that 23 way. is also, yeah, um, 23 is also the value you get when you type in Jubilee. Um, so, yeah, that you're going to be seeing a ton of 23 symbolism this year for sure. You know what? It's It's interesting because. I was watching one of your decodes and Miley Cyrus released her album, her song flowers on Friday, the 13th. 
and the time frame of the Friday the 13th song was three to two minutes long. You can't make this stuff up. Now, Friday the 13th goes into another number ritual, which we have talked about. Terra Luna going to 119. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, 119 and Friday the 13th and your discoveries on that? Oh, well, the one big connection this year for 119 is Water Rabbit in Gamatria. Just standard, like I was telling you before, with regular English ordinal Gamatria, Water Rabbit literally equals 119. And that's the year we're in right now. So that ritual is going to be heavy. Um, you know, 119 is just the mirror of 911. And um, in my work, I talk quite frequently about the Shemitah, the seven year cycle, and 911 happened on a Shemitah year. Um, all these big rituals happen on those Shemitah years. So I'm actually uh, doing a I'm doing a Super Bowl decode right now for Super Bowl 57. And I am coming up with some crazy connections that are going all the way back to like the foundation of Skull and Bones. So it's going to be a really dope decode I'll have out in a couple days, but definitely getting some 11 nines and nine 11s and big connection right there just with water rabbit. Right. So it's, it's water rabbit. And see, I got a lot of slides up and this is something interesting because I kind of just look at the storyline being played out and it's brother against brother, right? You got two brothers that are going to be going head to head with each other. And also there is two black quarterbacks for the first time going head to head or something like that, you know? So you got two brothers, you got two brothers here, you know? So it's, it's kind of weird because sports is an indicator for warfare and people love sports right now. Like, um, <laughs> and the score yeah. of the last Super Bowl was three, two, two. And the game that happened yesterday, the score had three, two, two in it as well. Yeah, that that's going to keep coming up a lot. And that again, that has everything to do with the Shemitah. And I've been talking about how this one that we just went through back in 2022 is so crucial because we're moving into the 50th cycle. And here we are in 2023, which is the 50th year in that seven times seven cycle of 49 years. So here we are, man. Like this is a very important uh, time frame. Yeah. And somebody said, you know, the Super Bowl show. So like just wrap thinking about all of this stuff, you got Rihanna, who's the ambassador and she has the trident symbol. And I mean, it gets deep with those Super Bowl rituals. You had the weekend performing and it said, touch yourself alone. Everyone was home alone. And it, that's what it said behind him. And it looked like a graveyard and everyone was laying down like they yeah. were dead. And then the next yeah, Super so Bowl. It's the, it's the death symbolism because it's tied to Saturn. Saturn being the Grim Reaper death. So, yeah, you're going to get a lot of that. Uh, and since it's the Skull and Bones year, that's directly tied to Saturn. Absolutely right. Because that Skull and Bones, the Skull is Saturn, Father Time. And... Uh, then the next Super Bowl was Eminem singing his New World Order song. And I mean, I I can't wait to watch the what, what's going to happen on, on the Super Bowl because it's just going to be a big decode. And it's going to be here where I live, too. So it's going to be definitely some interesting stuff. But that Water Rabbit equaling 119, here's some interesting finds just to add on to all that 119 code. Uh, in the year 2038, on January 19th, 119, there's going to be a 
Y2038. And this is the computer system bug and all time stamps won't work um, on old computers in a 32-bit. Um, and that's weird because it's 32-bit. You know, 32 is a very occult number as well in mysticism. But you got the 119 and Terra Luna, which we talked about, hit its all-time high at 119 before it crashed. And we're talking about the moon and it crashes on like an eclipse. And then yeah. XRP, I don't know if you already talked about this. You probably did, but XRP went no. through the, <laughs> was suspended on 119. Oh, wow. That's an awesome, wow. That's an awesome connection, dude. Bro, I didn't know that. Uh, that's, that's what's up. I know. I didn't know You're that either, but. Well, really quickly, something to talk about since we're still kind of on the Saturn theme. You you brought up the year 2038, correct? In that last yes. slide. Okay, so 2038 would be the Hebrew year, 5,798. And 5,798 adds up to 29. And 29 is the Saturn's return. So that's really Saturn's important. Saturn's return, okay. So like yeah, it's we're every 29 years. Or- we're having Pluto's return, right? And you're talking Saturn's return. Yeah. So I'm just saying like in the mortality in our life, the 29 year cycle is working in those, uh, in that form. So I just think it's really interesting whenever you have anything regarding Judaism or the Hebrew calendar, and it's coming back to Saturn, it's so important. So it's just funny to me how this 2038 year lands perfectly on a Hebrew year that adds up to 29 and 29 being a very significant cycle for Saturn. Well, me and you called it, bro. We was like the Shemitah. We were talking about that way before everybody else. And the day after the Shemitah, that's what I call it. Uh, that's probably sounds so annoying. Um, the pound collapsed and there was an emergency. So it didn't happen. Here is the Mad Magazine talking about the whole water rabbit issue 182. You got Blink 182, which is a rabbit, and he's doing the homunculus all the way down, the Russian doll of bringing this up. And the rabbit goes into, you know, magician stuff back in the 1800s, pulling the rabbit out of the hat. But going down the rabbit hole, that term came out in like 1701 in the Economist magazine showed going down the rabbit hole and i don't know if you know this just to have some fun stuff you know i like to crack some jokes but jack rabbit actually comes from jackass rabbit that's where we get the word jack rabbit from and i thought that was pretty hilarious doing my deep yeah all those all those connections back to jack rabbit rabbit hair those are all going to be really important especially from the gematria perspective but yeah i think it's funny how this Economist magazine released this uh, right around the start of the Shemitah. And then uh, if you take the time frames and connect them, I, I did that in my last uh, year of the rabbit decoded that I had over on Patreon. This uh, The symbolism that we're getting, though, with Bitcoin dancing and the dollar dancing and then Ethereum jumping down the hole, that's uh, it's pretty, pretty thought provoking, I got to admit. Um, definitely mm-hmm. making me, it's definitely making me, you know, I'm just thinking deeper about the whole thing because yeah. And I'm assuming Alice is Venus or Eosphorus, Phosphorus, Lucifer. I'm assuming that's who she is. She's Al. She's L. Um, she is, um, coming back to all those connections as well. And they, all these player characters are more like than they are different. Yeah. And you know, 
this Economist magazine was going through lunar rituals as well as Evelyn Day Rothschild, who created, uh, he, I don't know if he created the Economist magazine, but he was the chairman of it. Probably. And he got, yeah, he was the, he was the chairman of it on the year they released the Phoenix rising in the digital currency. And then 33 years later, they released this one or something like that. And yeah. he died on a full moon eclipse sort of kind of deal. Uh, right. It's all connected, these rituals. Oh, dude, did you notice? Because remember we were talking about Memphis earlier? Uh, the like OG Wednesday, Adams, Lisa Loring, she recently just died. Bro, but you think about this. They, they, but what's even wilder is like they came out that Elvis movie and then Lisa Marie Presley dies. This mm -hmm. shit's a simulation, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you can't make this... this up. You can't make this up. And like when I was talking about Wednesday, because somebody asked me on a live stream about the decode, that just comes back to Mercury, right? It's when Wednesday, Miercoles, which is Wednesday. And that connects, um, you know, directly to Hermes. So there's so much going on here when you're bringing it back to the when you're bringing it back to the um, mythologies and everything. But I just think this is too scripted. The fact that this Lisa Loring um, person dies right now uh, out of all times. It is scripted. And this is why I mean, every single thing I was pointing out Memphis in the beginning, cause I'm a you know, big uh, three, six mafia fan growing up and making easy money, pimping hoes a serious Memphis. <laughs> Cause I grew up Dude, on I love, all... I love Memphis hip hop. So it's becoming my favorite. Yeah. Memphis is a huge musical uh, state and music plays a huge role in the simulacrum music, movies, television, politics, billboard sound, all the stuff that's pushed to our visual eyes. So when I see things, I don't even like listen to the reports. I just look at it like a symbol. And right. Gangsta Boo dying when Miley was performing underneath the Royal Arch and the connections to Memphis and Memphis Wright, where Aleister Crowley was a part of, where we get the OTO from, and yeah. Miley Cyrus's connection to Crowley as her school was on Crowley Corners. And it, <laughs> all you like, it just points to it's, memphis it's almost like they need to take energy from one person and then like allow the other person to have time to shine it's like an eclipse like when they're doing this kind of stuff it's like an eclipse if you think of it that way i'm i'm really fascinated in all of these um death connections because i didn't really pay too much attention i don't i don't watch tv i don't really pay attention to the mainstream i kind of just wait till people in my community send me stuff like i didn't even know that uh that uh rihanna uh advertisement video for apple music i didn't even know about that until this morning <laughs> somebody in my community uh shared it with me so i'm just like what i'm like it? patrick star living under a rock uh what is if it? you go to the if you go to the apple music advertisement for the new i guess rihanna's coming out with a new album and uh there's tons of symbolism in that tons of symbolism i mean just the fact that she's wearing that like uh that green colored i don't know what it is shawl and you have the eagles in the super bowl but yeah this this shit right here um so much symbology in it very interesting yes and she she better be dropping a new album i mean she could be she in the spotlight uh <laughs> and 
this is so fascinating. Uh, the whole Rihanna thing. Uh, and really, you see that you see the music, the way music looks, it almost has that like graphene look to it. Oh, like all. yeah, bro. This is so this is fucked. This is wild. Yeah, this is really something like they so, use these people. They use these people to just like absorb prana. And then during this event, it's just like big leak of energy. And it's I just think it's funny how they how they set up all this symbolism the way that they do, because, you know, this this lady isn't in charge of how her hair was, you know, the person who is being hired to make her hair look like that. She doesn't have any mm -hmm. control over that shit. So it's like, why did they go out of their way to make her hair look so specific in that form? Yeah. And also Glorella. So like, um, call me kinfolk kind of connected some dots on Glorella is the next queen of Memphis. So Gangsta Boo was the queen of Memphis. Then Glorilla popped up and then this is her new, uh, cover for her instagram is the illuminati eyeball covering nice. up the mouth so she has a the lot three, of memphis... the three and three the three and three rings oh okay i didn't notice that yeah what's yeah, a three good. and three rings just the 33 oh great call bro that's great uh i didn't even notice that and she also got the illuminati pyramid tattooed i believe like recently on her so um wild yeah, connections good. going back to the 23 i want to uh, i want to remind people that these individuals have no freedom they like we are so much more free than them like when you sell your soul dude you you have to get all these tattoos do all these fucking photo shoots like do all this like nonsense and you're just enslaved by it all like i would never want to be a famous celebrity ever I know most of them are born into it. Like it's a bloodline thing. So they have no choice, but it's just funny to me how you get these random people. Like who the hell is Glorilla? Seriously. Like who is it? these people just pop up out of nowhere and then they become famous out of nowhere. And you start to research their, their career and their history. And it's just like, they could literally just design this person like a designer artist. They just come out of thin air with a random person. It's amazing how they do this. It's interesting you say that because uh, I've been working on a video in my head on on that topic alone. Uh, just there is if are these people the same people, <laughs> you know, like, uh, but it gets deep, like the Jenners are Elvis or something like that. It, it, it's yeah. a wild one. But the 23 connection, even Bitcoin's at 23 and the right. bottom was around, I believe it was uh, it, it went down to 16666 and now it's at 23 in the year 23. Yeah, yeah and Bitcoin and Bitcoin and Gamatria equals 23. Really? Wow. Well, you're going to have to add the Chaldean cipher, but yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. I, I use the I use the Chaldean a lot with my work mostly because of um just all these connections that I've seen come out like actually come to fruition so shout out to logan over at decode your reality because that's where i got that cipher from yeah you know that's the cool thing about everybody is that we got so many different sources of people connecting in uh this community that it's pretty uh dope uh which is like next level stuff you don't got just one gatekeeper at cnn you know telling you this is what's going on we got all these individuals <laughs> 
decoding with their supercomputer souls, <laughs> their, their minds. And uh, it's pretty wild. We got a thousand people up in here. Make sure you smash that like button. We got a great show. We are joined with Waters Above. Y'all already know who Waters Above is. I don't need no introduction needed with Waters Above. But make sure <laughs> I appreciate you smash you, bro. that. Yes, I appreciate you. Make sure you smash that like button. You're the reason why I started getting into, into the mythologies of stuff. And we were talking deeply oh, about yeah, the, dude. the Omega event to happen. And did you see Elon just okay? Let yeah. me catch up catch people up we were talking about the omega event to happen for a while yeah if you um, if you check out my twitter you'll see that i decoded this like within like an hour of it going live of uh elon yeah when he made that he he literally put that tweet out during the 49ers game where they lost right and he put it out at 12.03. You got the 20. I'm sure there's something up with that. Somebody in my comments yeah. was connecting that. And so, so the 49ers two, made it pretty. 2.03 p.m. Eastern time. The 23, exactly. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> um, So like the 49ers, I'm pretty proud of myself because I don't watch any sports. I don't know anything about it. And I was like, yo, look out for the 49ers. And they like made it all the way up to like the last game before the Super Bowl. Yep. And I said that because of the Shemitah, where the 49 is the end of the Shemitah. And then we're in the Jubilee now, maybe. Yeah, exactly. There's definitely a connection there. Yeah. So like Bitcoin... Uh, you broke down how it's Saturn because there's, you know, the 21 uh, Satoshi Sat, Saturn's Day, Satoshi. And a bit goes all the way back to uh, this, a Shannon. It could be called a Shannon as well, which I thought was interesting. A Shannon because of this guy, Claude Shannon. I like to find weird stuff like that. Um, There's nothing big here or anything. I just thought that was interesting because bitcoin the whole thing of it is coming from video games in a sense you know mario the coins pac-man it's the same color scheme and i've been doing a deep dive on the brainwashing from back in the day and you were talking about uh that chick who just died wednesday odin died the uh original one as Wednesday is the number one show on Netflix worldwide. And mm-hmm. and she died at 64. The Beatles got a song until I'm 64, uh, Nintendo 64. It's called Nintendo 64. Just like this 2038 problem. It's got the 32 bit because it's a 32 bit. Well, uh, the Nintendo 64 is a 64 bit and i was looking at the symbol of it you got the color schemes that goes back to uh, hyperborea or rupe where you can see uh, rupe means silver or a coin rupees you pay in rupees um and then at rupe it's that color scheme that you see on google that you see on simon and Simon was rele- <laughs> Simon was released during uh, the disco at Studio Fifty Four, 
So it's I'm like the Rubik's at cube. Rubik's cube. Yes. Thank you. And if you peel, if you peel the stickers off, it's a black cube. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's a black cube. And I've been looking at the dance moves, but uh, before I get into the dance moves, <laughs> I, I was moving from how Simon was uh, put out at studio 54 and the whole disco thing. I've been on this whole disco trip right now, but do you got anything with this number 64? <laughs> Sorry. I'm all over the place. That's how I yeah, do it. Man. I no, you're going in right now. Um, <laughs> or, or just this symbol right here. Ugh. I feel like um, Logan sometimes. Your friend Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logan. Logan goes hard. Yeah, no, he goes hard with with these decodes. Well, okay. So first, first and foremost, I'll do a little to break this down. You have the N. This is what this is. Just an N. The N is the fourteenth letter in the English alphabet. Now, this fourteen ties us back to the periodic table by silicone. So silicone is the fourteenth uh, element in the periodic table. This is a really important number because this 14 connects back to 43. The 14 and 43 were tying us to the key numbers for the last Super Bowl. Everything tied to the Ram. Anything that deals with the Ram has to deal with uh, the symbology of Ares or the God of War or Mars, however you want to put it. So you could start to connect a lot of stuff together. And that connection right there that I'm making for you guys, the video game was like the start of the war on well, it's the start of transhumanism, essentially. That's what it is. It's about like getting you to be involved in this simulation in like this vicarious sense. So that could be one connection to make right there. Um, not necessarily about the 64, but just kind of bringing up the popularization of video games and these consoles. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do like to use the periodic table sometimes when I'm trying to decode a little bit of like these more weirder not common numbers that you're that you're seeing pop up um but yeah that'd probably be that'd probably be a good place to start just yeah, with thinking well, about the thinking about the n yeah that's fantastic and w is uh 23rd letter so i'm also looking out for w's you got the World Wide web but the video game thing is super interesting and the predictive programming of it how it shapes our culture today you got pac-man and now we speak via emojis which are little pac-men uh it, whatever happens it and and people are like no that's that's a stretch i'm like okay you're telling me a billion dollar corporation that's putting out games making millions hundreds of millions of dollars pac-man in the 80s digested 200 million in quarters when money was worth something before the eggflation you're telling me they weren't hiring <laughs> psychologists and psycho like people like that to understand how to get you addicted you know that's what they were doing and it's all just it's super like easy to point out that that's what's going on I don't understand. yeah that's the those are the those are the origins of transhumanism like i tell this to people all the time that people think transhumanism is something that's going to come soon like later in life like Neuralink or some shit no dude this shit's been going on for a while like it is basically what you're explaining right now with things like pac-man when you just become so absorbed in it that it, it's no longer about you anymore it's about like your connection to the game that is what the goal was 
Project Reality. This was Nintendo 64. The first Nintendo 64 was called Project Reality. So I'm sure trying to project their own reality onto us or something. But you could see it was all predicted like the 64. This came out like before Nintendo 64 in uh, 1994. Nintendo Ultra 64. Uh, It just like the way it builds up. But that color scheme is just interesting. The whole color schemes. Uh, Rupe, that color scheme, Google, that color scheme, Simon. So this is what I've been looking into is disco, disco baby. And the gestures of dance, we've been kind of covering how he's doing the bafflement. He's doing that as above, so below. You got the disco ball at the top. Below is the checkerboard floor. And Michael Jackson, I was looking at Michael Jackson because recently I was looking at Kid Cudi day and night. The Lone Stoner, you know, I used to I used yeah. to play that. And day and night, checkerboard, white, black, day, night. And Michael Jackson even has that song, which was my favorite song. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, right? Checkerboard. And he's wearing the checkerboard. And his dance where he grabs his crotch, right? And mm-hmm. this is gonna tie into some of your research. And it, it sounds like it's out there, but it, it's gonna tie in. Yeah. So he's grabbing his crotch and holding his head. That's the move. Uh, here's someone else doing it, uh, yep. grabbing the head, grabbing the crotch, right? Yep. It could be like as above, so below. But what I figure out is interesting right here. This is the guy who built the Masonic Temple in Detroit, mm-hmm. the biggest Masonic Temple. Why is he grabbing his crotch and holding his head? Very similar to Michael Jackson's famous crotch grab. And this Masonic Temple, where I'm tying it back to uh you i learned this from kinfolk as well it's got 1037 rooms 1037 yeah. <laughs> 33rd prime it's the 33rd prime okay that's what it is and yeah well uh, not not 1037 but 137 yeah yes 137 and 23 is the ninth prime can you explain Correct. this prime number and its importance um I, I, I kind of get it. It's just like you're in your prime age. It's like prime. It's like it's like a it's a it's an awesome number, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's a number. Right? That, it's it's essentially it's essentially a number that can only uh, be divisible by itself. So it's not divisible by other numbers, and that's what makes it special. So um, there's little tricks of the trade as you're decoding to know that like like anything that has a five in it would not be um, a prime. Uh, so like 25, 35, 45, etc. Those are never going to be primes. Um, but yeah, prime is just, um, they're special because they're only divisible by themselves and, and one. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So that like, so, okay. So, so here's, here's the thing. It's like, if you're, if you're trying to get to the importance of the number and, and dial it down more, like reduce down more, that's just a form of, uh, that's just one of the forms of decoding that you could apply. But yeah, this whole head and, and, uh, crotch thing. It's just kind of like flexing on the world about like what runs the world. It's just your sexual organs uh, kind of running the show. Like you're, you, you are your mind, all is mental. And all that energy is kind of dictated by sexual energy and not about wisdom, you know? So that's the state of consciousness of man at this time. 
it's pretty obvious. It's been that way for a while. And it's a big reason why all the billboards, all the advertisements, all the stuff that happens with pornography and OnlyFans and all, like it's all just to keep you there, to keep you in those lower chakras and prevent you from actually, you know, going within. Um, so yeah, there you could get very deep about it if you wanted to the ritualistic side of things. Like there was a big reason why Aleister Crowley was into sex magic. Yeah, we were even um me and Logan the last time we connected, we were talking about the Red Hot Red Hot Chili Peppers and how that song Californication, they talk about the uh basically admitting that NASA films everything in a Hollywood studio. Or like an <laughs> you know, like they're they're basically it, but they had that popular album called Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Uh they know. They all know, like all the people that are involved in this, uh, they know that the bread and circus that is the best at keeping people trapped is sexual, you know, content. Very interesting. And another thing just to tie into the whole sex magic is the haptech technology of Twitter is studying everybody. And pornography is a big part of the studying. It can, it's used as a weapon. It's used for energy harvesting. And what I find interesting about the egg in Memphis and the sex rituals of Aleister Crowley, uh, the Memphis Rite had the lost secrets of sex magic that masonry doesn't have. Um, it's too bad for them. And they have the egg on the cover. And it's like 97 degrees. I bet you it's 98 degrees because there's that band 98 degrees. I bet you there's something up with that. But um, one of the most popular <laughs> sex toys or uh, like Google searches uh, this year or last year was this Yoni egg. Um, where is it? Right here. This Yoni egg. So it's like, it's like, oh, I'm not even showing it here. This was like the most searched sex toy last year and then you got all this <laughs> egg fuck? thing yeah so i bet you i know it sounds weird but i like to get we as weird as possible um because once you open your like mind and just get weird as possible you'll find yeah. some crazy truths you know because you're not like judging as much um yeah, for sure but now we got all this egg symbolism i found some cool yeah, man. Well, we're in the year that we're in the year of the rabbit. You know, they do the Ishtar ritual tied to the Easter eggs. So there's so much to get into regarding that for sure. Which oh, again, wow. the rabbit, the rabbit is tied to Venus because the rabbit is a symbol of sexuality and fertility. And you know, they say fuck like bunnies for a reason. Right. And then you got the Playboy bunny. Right. Yeah, I'm like, dude, there's like so many connections to be made for it. That's why I think it's amazing how this is the year of the rabbit in the two, two, three year, because we have the death connections and then we also have the connection to life. Because in order to create people, you need to have sex. <laughs> so, like, it's all just kind of there. You know, the the egg is 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 a symbol coming back to birth, coming back to life, creation. Um, even if you think about a full moon leaving, uh, you know, kind of on its way towards a, I guess you would specifically call it like a third quarter moon as it's leaving full moon to third quarter. It looks like an egg. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You can that's... even see it in your picture right there, right at the top, top center. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, the moon stuff is crazy. Um, 
What else are you looking into right now? Um, because I got a bunch of slides. I'm gonna just keep going to crazy slides like what we've been doing. <laughs> I hope you're I hope you're enjoying this, Waters. Yeah, no, man. I I love it. I I mean I it's I've been decoding right now for the past two days straight on this Super Bowl thing, and like any break that I could get from that is great. <laughs> My mind is like oversaturated uh with with this kind of stuff. But one of the things I've been looking a lot into because it's the year of uh the two two three year is anything regarding the Knights Templar. So I know you've gone deep into them. Um, but that red cross symbolism is big. And that, again, is another symbol of death and blood, um, you know, so uh, if, if there's anything regarding that that you that you want to get into, then I would, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually still in my learning process a lot with all of it, because what I know is not stuff that I've ever used for the decoding perspective. I've just known it from my studies before I even got into YouTube. Now I've been focused more into the decoding side of things. So I'm interested in like the stuff that you come up with. That's just this random, you know, little uh, symbols and stuff like that along the way. So, yeah. Right, right. I've been on a big uh, Knights Templar dive, like crazy templar stuff because awesome. all i see is the templar symbolism everywhere and yeah. masonry is nothing but an arm of the templar so everyone's like oh the checkerboards are masonic but it's like no they're they're templar but it goes back even further than that as well yeah and i found some interesting we, stuff we talked about the checkerboard and how what it really symbolized like if people want to know the symbology of anything always bring it back to the body it always comes back to us the body or the mind so the black and white cubes are the subconscious and the conscious mind the black cube is the subconscious so that will help you get out of this whole like trap as a new decoder for anyone who's listening to this where you're just making it all about the Illuminati or the Freemasons. Because actually it's about your mind. And that is, again, the control mechanism. So if they have you trapped in that, that's where you're going to have your problems. you know. And, and it's very duality consciousness to go from being unaware to now you've learned about something and you just want to peg it onto the so-called uh, controllers. Uh, when in actuality, it's just a big flex. That's all it is. It's always just flex. So the black and white checkerboard symbolism is big and you study the mind more, you study how the brain works, you study the cerebral spine, spinal fluid, you start getting into that shit and it's really eye-opening stuff. Yeah, so like the 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 Templar colors is red, white and black. The Marlboro cigarettes, red, white and black. The Double XL magazine, red, white and black. The Economist magazine red and white this is the templar uh color scheme C cnn everything has this templar color scheme and the music industry is run by templars it's interesting because i'm always like illuminati and, but it's like bro like templars play a huge role in this and i would love it, anything that you find out bro i i want to know about about the templar stuff because uh, i'm always well, that cross is the cardinal cross. And you know, the, the Arizona cardinals are red. A cardinal is red. Um, so yeah, this goes back to astrology. And they are all like, when you think of who is who, like the Templars are also the Illuminati, are also skull and bones, are all because you need to be a part of all those orders by bloodline. 
So it's not like one. It's not like you're one of these individuals is just the Zionist who's in uh, Skull and Bones. They're also a part of all this other stuff because it's all interwoven. It all goes back to the origins of uh, these so-called secret societies or these bloodline royals. So they're all part of the same club. You know, it's like that uh, joke that George Carlin makes. Uh, so please, people need to understand that it's not like they're separate. It's not like <laughs> it's not like the Christians are against the the uh, the Muslims who are against the Jew. No, they're all at the top. When we're talking about the top top levels, they're all playing on the same side, and they use this level system to confuse people to create this compartmentalization effect. Um, but yeah, it's pretty fascinating to look in, into the exoteric stuff that's available for you on you on just Wikipedia regarding the Knights Templar and like how their origin date is the 1119. I think that's amazing. Um, but connecting it back to the Temple of Solomon and, uh, you know, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, you start to learn about World War II and what was going on with all of that. With, what what goes on with that part of the world has always been a big debate. It's always been a kind of a part of the bread and circus drama. It's been going on now pretty recently. I mean, a lot more maybe back when Obama was president, but you know what I mean. So uh, just going on Wikipedia and typing a Knights Templar and you read a couple of the things right off the gate and you're like, oh, damn, you know, this is really an important subject to get into as a decoder. Yeah, I'm happy that you brought up that 1119. Um, from my research, what I've been like uncovering um, with the Knights Templars and connecting it to XRP, which is pretty crazy. Um, here's that 119 code. They were started in 119, but it also is started in 118 as well. It just went like public in 119, I believe. So what happened was Justinian came in and shut down all of the Neoplatonic mystery schools. He shut them all down and they went under, they went underground and like five, eight, nine years later, the Templars <laughs> rose to power. Like I did the math on it. Yeah. And, and so like, I got to bring it up and I could be saying it a little bit wrong. It's not fresh on my memory. But yeah. it's exactly 589, and that is the whole meme of XRP and Ripple, which we've covered quite a bit uh, already in that connection to Elon, Jupiter, the 24 right. rituals and all that. I mean, <laughs> we covered, we, we, we broke down a lot. Yeah, and that 589, 5 plus 8 plus 9 adds up to 22. And last year, we were in the Hebrew year that reduced down to 22 in the 2022 Gregorian year. And that was the year of the Shemitah. And that was really important to pay attention to because since we were in the year of the tiger and the tiger was a negative, like kind of a negative energy, and XRP is tied to Jupiter, which is the tiger, the striped planet. That's why XRP had a shit year. And it's really important to pay attention to these connections, especially when you add in Chinese Zodiac. So decoders can't disregard it. It's very important. Yeah, it, XRP, I, I follow XRP pretty heavily. And Bitcoin even being the 223, it's, it's so fascinating, the whole crypto stuff. It's funny how a lot of people, they, they don't look into this. 
Well, they're going to they're going to need to because we're moving blockchain like the whole economy is kind of moving in that direction. So it's important to pay attention to crypto now as if you paid attention to the stock, uh, you know, like the stock market back in 1999 through 2002 regarding that dot com bubble. It was kind of a similar uh, similar event where if you got in on the stuff that was really undervalued or oversold, I guess I should say, because of those crashes. Um, well, then you could have got position and some life changing opportunities. So it doesn't matter what you, you know, believe in or your emotions or any of that. Like, it's just about looking at the signals of where we're headed. Clearly, the Internet and this dot com craze and these tech companies and all of what was going on regarding um, e-commerce was very important. And people back then were giving you narratives like even uh, back uh, 2000, 2001 timeframe, people like uh, Bill Gates were saying that the internet was a fad, like it would be over in a couple years, right? <laughs> like they just, these guys are a classic. Um, and just I think this like, Elon yeah. character, that this Elon character we're getting now and uh, everything regarding him, I think will play a big role in our push into this new, uh, this new world with a blockchain based economy. Right. Here's some more Knights Templar stuff going into money because gasoline is money, right? Oil. Oil is money. And the Exxon logo with the two X's, just like TJ Maxx, just like Pete Davidson's got the Knights Templar tattooed on his neck, the double X with Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, this is more Knights Templar symbolism, Exxon Mobile. And all of money is very very connected to the occult occult symbolism just look at your dollar bill the pyramid which was put there by a uh, well right here if you just look at it it says mason when you make the hexagram um so it spells out mason and you got the 72 bricks the illuminati eyeball you could see the occult symbolism all over money why would they do such a thing so crypto it's got the same occult symbolism in it. It runs pretty deep. Well, when you brought up the 72 bricks, I think that's amazing because money, literally just money in Gamatria adds up to 72. Bitcoin in the same cipher adds up to 72. Wow. Wow. Right there. Yeah. 72 is goes into Gamatria uh, if you write. Uh, the tetragrammaton like the word of god in a pyramid form it like equals 72 in gematria according to manly p hall this is how i learned that and there's like 72 demons in like goatia as well and that's very interesting so bitcoin is 72 I'm getting good at gematria bro i'd be bringing on all the gematria experts and now i got it but what i do <laughs> I, I only look at the ordinal that because I'm simple and I'm like, that's fine. A beginner. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be advanced one day, but like, I just look at the ordinal. No, well, simple. when you're using, I think when you're using English, it's easiest and, and probably best, especially when you're new to just stick with English ordinal. So great. Yeah, man, get, get good there and then build. But honestly, I think that's, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, dude, I see people doing they're calling it Gamatria, but they're working with like 15 different ciphers connecting like some full Sumerian cipher back to the Chaldean. And I'm like, dude, you don't even it's just off the rails. 
because you'll find yeah. connections if you keep crossing ciphers. But for you to just stick with English ordinal and keep, you know, working on the basics like that, it's going to be so much more effective. I'm going to make a comedy uh, video one day, kind of like Monty Python style, like on conspiracy stuff. And I'm going to be like, in the Mormon cipher, we got this or something like that. The Mormon, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I got all these funny ideas, like for the like, Alex series, Jones cipher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I wanted to, uh, I got like all these funny skit ideas. Like I was going to do like, it's a CIA conference and everybody's pretty much like astral traveling. This guy, he's like predicting the future. He's like, yeah, I see the future. Uh, people are driving in spaceships and, uh, oh, the, your mom's in the future. She's still alive. She's healthy. She's doing it. Oh, she's dude, cooking dude seriously cooking though. If you but I was gonna this, make it like a mama joke. Yeah, have you ever gonna, watched that Shane Gillis thing that he does, like Gilly and Keeves or whatever? You know Shane uh, Gillis, the comedian. No, oh, dude, check 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 out Shane Gillis. He's he's hilarious. But him and him and this other dude have like one of the best, like one of the most uh, profitable Patreon accounts. Like they're killing it, and um, all they do is skits, and it's like comedy shit. But like I think if you did skits like about the stuff that we're into. There'd be a lot of people that because this like this community, no, no offense to anyone. And I hope no one takes offense to this. But like sometimes this shit gets too serious. Sometimes like people are decoding and they're learning about all this stuff and they start like getting depressed about it. So it'd be awesome with someone like you who has already a big following to do some comedy skits and to just bring some like bring some laughs to this. I think it'd be I'm awesome. Thank you. Well, that just gives me more confirmation to do it. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Monty Python. Humor is a sign of intelligence because you're able to step back from the painting. And that's what a decoder does. They step back from the painting and they can look at it. And that's exactly what humor is, is stepping back from life and be able to see it from a different perspective. And um, so like the, the CIA room, he's predicted the future. He's like, I see the future. I see your mom. She's healthy. She's 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 making me a sandwich and uh, and then I go into how like I'm like sleeping with a guy's mom or something like just like ridiculous <laughs> like funny but it won't be me I probably have to get older people to do that skit and then I got this one skit that I want to do where I'm gonna be like real serious and be like today we dive in deep on this and then like what I'm talking about is like how to plug in a plug or something like super basic <laughs> and like interviewing some yeah. like guy from Home Depot. And then like freaking out when he tells me, oh, you, you just need to buy it. You and Juan on Juan should redo the the Kanye and Alex Jones interview. And and Juan is is Kanye. <laughs> Get him that like gimp mask. Yeah, I want to do like Go Rogan. <laughs> He's, so yeah. He's so good. Yeah, shout out to Juan on Juan. Yeah, shout out to Juan on Juan, man. I'm excited for, for me and him to do a podcast together sometime soon. Yeah, he's he's a great researcher. Uh, we're all great researchers. And I'm well, just he's looking a, right he's now. He's a book reader. He's a book reader, so that helps me because I don't read books. So he he's coming up with some some wild gems that I've seen in his work, and I know he's he's definitely going deep on some real esoteric books, stuff that's hard to find. Yeah, we so we did a video on disco and uh, it started off with the grid cuz he has all these alchemical plates. And all these alchemical plates have a grid patterning mm -hmm. and you broke mm -hmm. and I was connecting it to pop culture, kind of like what I do. So I'm like, disco got the grid. You got the grid of the disco ball, the grid down below. And 
it ties into ley lines. It ties into John D. It ties into occult magic. And this is our entire system. Even your cell phone is a grid of icons, symbols, sigils, and they're all secret society sigils. Like all the yeah. apps are all right. secret society sigils. So it's it's pretty wild. Here's some stuff in the news. Sitting in the traffic for just two hours can lead to brain damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just reading. Uh, I have ADD. AI has found potential alien techno signatures, hidden radio signatures. Oh, yeah. AI is supposed to be looking for the aliens. The year of the bunny goes to the aliens. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that Chicken. makes that would make sense because even by the code, um, I mean, I don't know how deep we want to get with this, but yeah, just just by the code, the alien giving you the 23, 23 tied to this year. Um, you know, we just pivoted out of that year of the tiger tied to the number 15 alien equals 15 in Chaldean. So we still have like kind of this, the energy in effect because the year of the rabbit just kicked the year of the rabbit just kicked in like less than 10 days ago. Like we're still fresh. Um, and the fact that we saw the Bengals lose this, lose their last game, the way that they did identical to the last Super Bowl. Um, there's definitely still that negative connotation tied to the tied to the uh, tiger even though we're currently in this uh rabbit year so when i'm seeing the alien connect and you know oh also remember the down the rabbit hole like alice anything that starts with a l so alien starts with the a l so that's going to be definitely an important connection too i would not be surprised if we had some fake you know alien stage shit happen this year especially probably by september or october that would be my time frame for that like right at the end of jubilee Right. So, you know, my opinion on just like the foreshadowing, I'm not sure if you've seen any of my decodes, they're like not up anymore. Um, but on the moon and the rabbit and the UFOs, there's this mm -hmm. connection to it all. How Blink-182 on Mad Magazine, 182 edition has the rabbit. Blink-182 is a rabbit. That's mm, a swastika. Yeah. And the Mayan goddess, moon goddess, is depicted with the rabbit. The first person who was abducted by a rabbit was Bugs Bunny. And talking about the bunnies and, like, the sexualization with that in Venus, I mean, just look at, like, uh, Bugs Bunny's girlfriend in Space Jam. You know what I mean? She's very provocative. She's very seductive in that, you know. Um which is go, goes into these symbols. These symbols speak to our conscious or so, whatever it's called, consciousness, conscious, get the words mixed up. They speak to us and all these video games, all, all this. But Bugs Bunny was the first abducted by a UFO. And then 10 years later in that decade, that's when the first abduction happened with humans but it, it's all scripted because it was barney and betty hill who were abducted and they're making a netflix show about it and they're releasing these government files that's released by blink 182 that's who released it it's it's pretty ridiculous bro <laughs> when you look well at yo also and i i just remember this just remember this there, that important event with the ufo on march 13th of 1997 which was called the phoenix lights and how the super bowl this year is in phoenix fucking amazing connection right there 
Uh, so I know very much about this Phoenix Lights. It's connected to the lockdowns as well. So uh, tell me about it again. Well, it's, yeah, I'm just thinking about your alien thing that you brought up. Like the fact that Phoenix Lights was that alien event, you know, and the, the Super Bowl being in Phoenix this year, I think that's huge, huge connection. Yeah, um, it, it was is. on March 13th. Like mm -hmm. 313. Yeah. This the is same crazy. day that Trump made a national emergency. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Friday the 13th back in 2020. Well, sorry. 2020. Yeah. Back in 2020. That was that Friday the 13th where Bill Gates stepped down from CEO of Microsoft. And it was also like the lowest price that all the cryptocurrencies hit on that day before they were 313. Yep. That was a Friday the 13th. And it's also connected to Detroit because Detroit is the 313. Mm. And like Eminem, uh, it's interesting because like Eminem and Snoop Dogg, LBC and the 313, like when you add up those numbers, I think it equals 5-1 or something or mm. <laughs> something crazy like that or 15. Here's Jessica Rabbit, which is just like another example of the rabbit in the sexiness. Yeah, and remember Space Jam with it had the had the rabbit michael jordan was in it michael jordan wears 23 that was tied to bugs bunny mhm mm yep and it's called yeah. space jam space like the aliens yeah this is so good this is so good this is like the most random uh you know connections but they're they're definitely all making me feel like there's going to be some sort of extraterrestrial shit that happens this year for sure yeah, and the new Space Jam is like about going into uh, a portal, and like you even Looney Tunes, like the it goes yeah, LeBron James wore twenty three as well. Oh, okay, LeBron J James wore the twenty three. I didn't know that. Michael Jordan's known as the twenty three, but he goes into like a quantum computer and uh, like travels, like some Mandela effect traveling stuff, and um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Bugs Bunny, he's in a portal, right? Like Looney mm -hmm. Tunes is that portal. This goes into CERN. CERN's got their own portals with the rabbit right here on the right. And Donnie Darko is a bunny traveling through the portals. And there's so many connections to that. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. What was that number sequence that was showing up in Donnie Darko? Let me look. Donnie Darko, like the day. Yeah, I remember there, <clears throat> there was some sort of number sequence. Yeah, and he like writes it down on his uh, hand. Oh, okay. It's oh, 28, it 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, 12 seconds. Give us something with that. What's this? Let's decode this on the fly. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking random. Yeah, I mean, if you got that down to minutes, I think that'd be really interesting, like minutes or hours or, or something of that nature. It's just yeah. too much. But, bro, the release date of that movie was January 19th, the 119 date. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, that's fucking nuts. That's that nuts. Is so, that is so crazy that we're talking about this. Oh, and the box office was 7.5 million, like how the reverse of 7.5 is 57, which is the Super Bowl we're in this year. And this also came out in 2001. The 2001 year is the Saturn year as well. That's 21. Yeah, which that's was 9/11. Even the Wednesday yeah, show came out Think on the 23rd. That. 
just think about this. 2001 was the year of 9-11, right? And we have the release date as 119 for this movie. That's wild. What the and fuck? All, yeah. How didn't I know this? How didn't well, I know this? It's crazy because it, it always pops up this like November 18th. Now I'm seeing this 119. And, but Edward Kelly worked with uh, John D on the whole grid and magician stuff. And his name's Richard Kelly. So all these guys with the last name Kelly, like mm-hmm. Juan connected this too, goes into like some magic stuff. And he did. I, I don't know if you've seen his other movie. I think he made another movie that like predicted the future too. And uh, in Gamatria, Donnie Darko equals 110 in English Ordinal, and Grim Reaper also equals 110. So that's another Saturn connection back to death. Um, but one other thing to say that um, about the 28 days was there was that like zombie a zombie movie, right? 28 days later. Right. That movie was sick. And that came out in 2002, the 2-2 year. Bro, Donnie Darko and and this movie, 28 Days Later, are the same running time, 113 minutes. And this release date was November 1st, the 111 date. And 111 is New York in Gamatria, tied back to tied back to all of this with 9-11. This so is a wild decode. Like this is pretty fucking crazy. Like this is all connected. If you start to like put these movies from side by side with the dates. Because you know yeah. this 28 Days Later must have been predictive programming along with uh, Resident Evil, right? This must have all been predictive programming for COVID. Well, you or know something, something new, that, something else in the future, perhaps. We, we don't know, but yeah. You know what's interesting is that um, you're speaking a language that I don't fully understand and I'm learning it because you're speaking in... Uh, a, a numer number language, right? Numbers like, Oh, one, one, one means this. Like whenever I bring on people like Tommy truthful yourself, it's a language that you already know. And that's what I've been telling people is like the language I know a little bit is the symbols. Like I know that language. So I see it and I'm not predicting anything. I'm pretty much reading what they're saying. And it's, unfolding and it's the same thing because these it's all these different aspects of it numbers and all this so like how we understand an emoji people that understand the symbols or numbers and the codes it's just like reading an emoji it's like oh like 38 that means murder you know it's you know you know what i mean or you see these symbols yeah like that's why i i actually think it's better to decode symbols when I tell people, like when people are new to Gamatria, I say that it's probably better that you learn how to decode symbolism. It's probably better because if you're just getting into numbers and you have nothing to bring those numbers back to, well, then it's going to be very difficult for you. Like, cause you have no origin point. It's the same thing with mythology. If you could learn mythology and you could see those connections and also symbolism, that's going to help a lot, way more way more than just being like this equals 45 you know because that's what a lot of novice decoders do they find uh our channels at whatever rate and they don't actually enjoy learning about the symbols and learning about uh the the signs 
and the logos because that actually takes effort. It's so much easier to just be like, this thing equals 666, so it must be evil if it ties to everything else that equals 6. You know where I'm, where I'm going with this? So mm-hmm. I think you bring something to the table that's needed. Um, the mm-hmm. fact that you're breaking down the symbols, it's really needed. And I, um, that was a big motivating factor for the next course I'm going to come out with. That's going to be like an esoterica course, like a decoding course, where I'm going to be breaking down all the symbols and trying to bring uh, everything back to, the, to its origin so that these numbers have utility. And it's not just people throwing around numbers saying this number is good, this number is evil, because that's not how numbers work. It's not how letters work either. And we're working with the English language, especially. This is like the greatest spellcasting language language of all time. And people might know the definitions of words, but they don't know the meaning of the words. And English in and of itself comes with very little meaning. So you need to study the meaning of everything that came before that that leads to that, such as Hebrew, Latin, etc., I'm loving the etymology. That's like my thing. Loving that right now. I know Jordan Maxwell loved that as well. So I feel like I'm elevating in a sense like Jackrabbit, right? Everyone says Jackrabbit. There's a Jackrabbit road in Arizona and it's Jackass Rabbit. You know, that's hilarious. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so this this thing that I pulled up last year, I didn't figure this out. And this is how I was so like ready for the egg ritual because mm-hmm. I figured this out at the end of the year when it was too late uh, with the symbol of what happened last year, how there is this thing called uh, the Masonic wages. So uh, Masons, and I'm not talking about Freemasons, I'm talking about stonemasons. And this goes into Freemasonry as well. Obviously, that's why you got the word Mason. This is why the Kardashians or that they named their kids Mason or somebody in that family did because of the stone Masons. And they got paid in wheat, oil, and wine, right? Wine is known for blood in every culture. I'm Jewish. So on Passover, like you do uh, the, the Seder and you dip the wine on the plate, it's blood. You know, this is in all cultures. Even uh, I think you drink the wine for uh, in, in Christianity too um, for, the, yep. for the blood. And so these wages are wheat, right? There was a wheat shortage. And then the wine is the blood. There was a war and oil. And there was a keystone pipeline that went down on a, a peculiar date. I forget what date it was, but it was connected to everything. People are like, yo, nothing happened that date. And I'm like, bro, the Keystone pipeline is leaking. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, we're so used of crazy events happening. Yeah, we become desensitized. The- yes. We're, we're the Tavistock Institute. Mind control goes into just hit people with fear on so many levels that they don't know what to do. And that's what's going on. So when a big event happens, people just like, Oh, that happened. You know? Oh, that, you know, big deal. Who cares? Yeah. I'm done. I'm done with dates like that, like specific dates. Cause people just, they're not, they don't get it. And it's, it's too annoying to have to deal with the energy that comes in return. Like people don't want to learn how to decode. They just want somebody to like give them, give them tangible numbers and the specific dates and they want to be, you know, cause that's, 
that's what gives people a sense of security or comfort. The fact that there's some fucking fortune teller, crystal ball reader, reader out there. I'll give y'all some dates. All right, here, here we go. (laughs) I'm just being funny, but seriously though, the dates that I'm looking out for is February 2nd, right? Um, The 33rd day of the year. Uh, Then that's right before a full moon, I think on the fifth, fifth or the sixth. And uh, February 23rd, right? We're talking about that 23 being important because yep. that's 223. So Bitcoin's 223, 322 backwards. But I'm really looking out for March. And when I, when I say I'm looking out for a date or a time frame, there's a lot that goes into that. It's not just, yo, it says it's 322. It, it goes into... Um, a Pluto's going into Aquarius on this day. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff going on with it. And just the football being on February 12th, Gucci man's birthday. Yeah. Uh, the day that Kodak black was shot. And now he's doing a song with Gucci man, uh, that super viral, you know, I want to do a 1017 breakdown on Gucci man, 1017 brick squad. <laughs> You see that video from uh, Hobson where he's like laying in bed doing an Instagram live talking about how he had like he had a song that blew up and he got really big too fast, like organically. This is obviously who knows if this is real. It's a real video of him, but who knows if what he's saying is legitimate uh, is what I'm trying to say. But anyways, he said that he had some big blow up moment and it happened organically. So like the Illuminati didn't want him to like, you know, continue without going through a ritual. So they told him about this address that he had to go to uh, someplace in uh, Los Angeles. And he was told he has to go there uh, in order to keep his family safe. So they threatened his family, probably some blackmail involved as well. And then when he got to this place, he was told to open up this like cabinet or whatever. And inside of it was a Gucci tracksuit. And he was told like he basically had to uh, start wearing this suit like he had to start uh, dressing up in this skin tight Gucci tracksuit. <laughs> and I think it was a Gucci man ritual. But you could tell that the old Gucci and this new guy are not the same person. Like they're totally different body builds. Their faces look, you know, different. So I don't know what's going on with that. I can't call it cloning, uh, but th- there's something going on with Gucci man. Well, with Hobson, like, uh, you know, drug load a year consecutively for 34 years in a row. Uh, this is his first video that, like, got big with Sag My Pants. And that's my homie right there playing video games next to him, um, which I think tight, you know. Um, but that was put on a Fago Lovers, like a Juggalo website, and that, like, blew up. And then he was... Tech nine one and sign him because tech nine was like, yo, you way too good to get signed, you know? And that happens to a lot of independent artists. I don't think that, uh, he's part of it. He's just like dope. You know, he's really talented, what, but I could be mean? wrong. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I like the story that he blew up too quickly, you know? Well, the, he said it out of his own mouth. Like that was the thing. Like he literally is on, you could go find the video of him on an Instagram live laying on his bed, telling the story of everything I just said. So what oh, I also okay. pref- what I prefaced was also that I can't vouch for the, for the legitimacy of what he's saying, 
because if he is an agent, then he could be telling you a bullshit story. But if he's not part of the club and he's really revealing a uh, truth in that Instagram live, then there you go. He's literally I admitting. Gotcha. I yeah, thought like you it's meant, pretty. I thought what you were saying was a part of his song, like the storyline to his. Music no, video. no, no. Like he's he's literally taking a private video, like a video, a public video of an Instagram live sort of deal. Yeah. Any people can go find it. It's out there. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up because I, that's very, very interesting find. Because I am... he would he would basically be admitting that he's not in the club. He would basically be admitting that like he doesn't want to sell his soul. That's kind of actually what it seemed like he was saying in the live stream. That's that's dope. Thank you for pointing that out. I want to do a breakdown on all the occult stuff in the underground hip hop world. You know, because I that was like my life. Like I was in that like filming videos, music videos. Mm -hmm. And I would like to do a deep dive on it. I just don't want people to think I'm like dissing them or nothing. I just want to do it just as like an artist. No, you're interested. I mean, like I'm super interested in it by just studying some of the bigger careers. But some things seem odd, you know, like why did Big L die when he died? Like a lot of these people just die, you know, out of nowhere. And they are caught up a in a lot of toxic them. Yeah, but they're caught up in a very toxic community, though. Like, we all have to admit, like, they hang around people who are all armed drug dealers, people that are doing a bunch of, you know, nefarious shit. So it's like, if you want to stay safe, you would never hang out with a bunch of people who are like that. And that's the community that people like Big L and a lot of these guys are with. So there could be mistakes, but there could be rituals, you know, like, it's it's really hard to determine, like, just are you in the right place, in the wrong place at the wrong time? Who knows? Or was somebody just like a hitman was hired to take you out? Who knows? Big L, rest in peace. Yeah, I like Big L. Um, he gets well, me angry he though. I listen to it and I get all pissed off and angry because he's like so good, like his lyrics and his yeah. delivery. Yeah, he died the day after Valentine's Day in 99, age 24. 99 is tied to Jupiter. Jupiter's Zodiac logo is the 24. He probably was just too good, so they needed a they needed to take him out. Well, like he did that freestyle uh, with Jay Z. Yep, back in the day, that was probably yep. That was probably the sacrifice. It was probably Jay Z. Just Big L took a Big L. <laughs> I'll leave yeah, it at that for sure. Yeah, good one. <laughs> so you already did. He's one of my favorite rappers, though. No, I yeah, haven't, but I, I could just look at this stuff real quickly and I could pull out a couple things. But I think what you said is coming back to that triple X thing with Drake where like, did you see that video of um Vlad, the Vlad TV interview of Daylight where he, he like paints his skin white and he calls himself Bradley and he sits there and breaks down like the whole ritual of, of Drake putting a hit on triple X and how like he made a music video he 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 has lyrics in his song talking about how he's gonna do it, and uh, there's videos out there showing how Drake's like stealing his flow, and then you have the actual like it actually happened. The dude actually died. So yeah, like if you're hearing like I think a lot of this stuff is they have to tell you exoterically in their song lyrics or in interviews. Like it, it doesn't, it's not hidden from us. They're literally just telling you what they're gonna do. So when you bring up that connection with Jay-Z, excuse me, when you bring up that connection with Jay-Z and Big L, yeah, that's probably how it went. 
you remember that freestyle on the radio oh yeah oh yeah it was hard bro i like it was insane but also like when you think about the the battle that uh nas and jay-z had have you ever looked into the first verses that that nas initially wrote no i didn't know there were other verses yeah he wrote like the first two out of three verses are completely um completely scrapped from the final version of ether that that really popular song uh yeah F-A-G. i think it was on was, uh, was it on stomatic yeah that's from that tupac song. that's from tupac uh that he he clipped that um but yeah that that ether track he had two verses on that that if you read those lyrics you'll be like oh my god like nas would have probably been killed if that song came out every like the the record label was saying he wasn't allowed to release those verses. Like everyone was saying that he wasn't allowed to uh, put those initial lyrics in. So he had to rewrite two of the three verses. And these yeah. these are softer, much much softer lyrics. And he still he still basically won that battle. Like everyone agrees on that. Oh yeah, that's gonna go hard. Um, that's wild, bro. I didn't know that. Have you seen the Tupac? Tupac died on Friday the thirteenth. I didn't know that till Tommy Truthful said that. No, but no, he didn't. Have... Oh, he didn't die Tupac... on Friday the thirteenth. No, Tupac died literally on Rosh Hashanah. Really? And he dropped that. Oh, so so did you did you say a Friday the thirteenth? Yeah. Yes, he did. Excuse me. Uh, he did die on a Friday the 13th, um, but he died on Rosh Hashanah, which is even crazier. Too. Right. Yeah, that's right. really important. But yeah, excuse and, me. You're right. He did. He, he did die on a Friday the 13th. That's correct. Yeah. And he also was performing at that. Um, he died in Vegas. I'm from Las Vegas. You know what I mean? So when people say he's still alive, I don't believe that because I know a lot of people that got shot and that de- they dead now uh, in Vegas. But people get caught. If you do that, most likely you're going to get caught. Uh, and the he was staying at the Luxor, the Illuminati Pyramid Luxor, where that mm-hmm. bad event happened in Vegas right in front of it. Um, he had released the seven-day theory, Machiavelli, um, mm-hmm. Illuminati. And then he died like six days later. So it was pretty much like a seven there's just a lot of numerology with with him this stuff's been going on forever have you seen his album cover um the unreleased version no it's got biggie jay-z and all this all dressed up like girls getting like their booty uh cheeks clapped or sort of you know mm. i can't show I think it it's, on here i think it's pretty wild how um tupac died during a year of the rat and you know c19 started during the year of the rat that is interesting that is very so there's some there's definitely a lot of connections that i've been making more with the chinese zodiac and how it's all coming together have you seen the uh um the what was it but as for one of the things as one of the for one of the things you said about Tupac and like uh, the certainty over the murder or not, like people need to remember that there's like stunt doubles that could look exactly like these people. So the real Tupac might have not even been involved in that so-called shooting. And the guy that might have been killed might be just some random dude. But it's so easy for them to put these these doubles in like it happens all the time. A lot of these so-called celebrities that you know of 
they go through so much grooming when it comes to plastic surgery. I mean, and people need to remember, dude, we didn't have iPhones back then. We didn't have people just walking around being able to tape every little like moment of life, you know? So we have very little evidence of anything. We only have the evidence that the same people who make the newspapers show us, you know, the proof. So when somebody dies today, it's really difficult to cover it up. Um, but when somebody died back in the nineties, it was easy. They could just give you whatever they want to give you and, and call that, you know, that's why a lot of the big deaths that happen have these conspiracy theories around them. For instance, like Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain and all of these so-called uh, drug overdoses. It's like, come on, man. Nobody really knows. Yeah. Bringing up, you know, Kurt Cobain and all this, uh, kid Cuddy, I've been diving deep. He did that ritual where they said, Oh no, I'm just being, Kurt Cobain dressing up in a dress. I was like, no, that's a ritual. And he did that on Saturn day night live. And then after that, he was awarded to be the headliner to that big music festival. And I'm like, I thought this guy was like out done with, like, I thought he came out on MySpace, and I thought he was like an independent rapper. You know what I mean? With the day and night. Um, but like I rewatched that video and like, you got Travis Barker right there in the video um it, oh it's, yeah it's, this so all, this kid cuddy guy is really interesting because i actually like some of his songs but he is probably one of the most disappointing hip-hop artists that when it comes to albums like he has some albums that i'm like wow this is hor like again i'm not trying to judge but it's just weird like how bad some of his albums are. It's almost like they make albums for these people and then that's part of the ritual. It's like we have to make a shit album because they don't write their own stuff. A lot of it is just beats that they're getting and then you look at the you look at the uh, who's getting the credits and it's like 50 people are involved in one song. So it's, it's pretty fascinating to see. Uh, but yeah, Cuddy has some albums that just are horseshit and I'm surprised how... Uh, popular he's gotten uh off of stuff that was released so long ago like like one hit wonder vibes that's kind of like his whole career at this point i, I guess that ritual he went through with kanye is pretty big how kanye started just basically saying that you know like kanye does that thing where he has all of his minions gang up on somebody so if kanye hates somebody then they're his whole fan base hates them like with the pete davidson thing and like oh, Pete Davidson's yeah. career is done. Like it's never going to be a thing pretty much ever again. Yeah. Pete Davidson, uh, I believe he's used for sex magic rituals. Uh, that sounds crazy, but um, I think he, cause he gets tossed around by all the different witches like Ariana yep. Grande dated him, Miley Cyrus. They yep. were all hanging out and uh, the Kardashians, all these main witches in Hollywood in the music right. industry and all this, they're all banging this guy. He's got the Templar cross on his neck and Pete Davidson, Dr. Pete Davidson is the guy who brought the Chaldean, uh, in, I believe like 1911 to America, like, uh, coded it. Um, which is <laughs> weird. Um, so there's this weird, That's an amazing connection. It, it is amazing. And, it's also connected to this egg thing. I'm trying to pull up Doja. Here's Doja Cat performing. It's like you could tell who's going to get famous because she was performing on the pyramid with the eye at the top. And then she had Elon Musk's baby mama Grimes in the music video with her. And they're wearing the NASA shirt. <laughs> Kid Cudi also wearing the NASA shirt. So, uh, but the uh, she was dressed in red and looked 
pretty weird um next to the jenners and they were a lion and i think this was a initiation i'm gonna pull it up i gotta find it though and i kind of want to break this down with you real quick dude i know dude i know I know that Elon Musk is a pedophile because he likes Grimes, dude. That, that's fucking crazy. Bro, I was living out in California when Grimes first came out. I'm mm. telling you, like no one knew who she was. This was like 2012 era, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she came out with that song that's really dope that like. Oh, like, dude, I can't that. stand that head voice shit. Like no <laughs> diaphragm. Yeah. <laughs> But this is weird because when I was in California, her billboards were everywhere and no one, I've never heard of her, but everyone was talking about her and they were like promoting her. Like California is the Laurel Canyon where they push like this idea of what's going to be cool for the rest of the world uh, there. And like, I lived there and I got to see the factory being made in a sense, like, California was weird, bro. Like, I, I just didn't like it. I, I, I thought it was weird that guys were wearing makeup. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> I don't. I, it was weird, bro. In 2012, like, I was young, bro. I was like in my 20s, early 20s, and yeah. I'm from Vegas, uh, and that was weird. Now it's like it was a culture shock. Now it's now it's like the thing. You know, I think Tim Dillon, Tim Dillon made a really good joke about this, about how like it's it's cool to be gay now. Like it's like the coolest thing ever. Well, these weren't like gay guys. These were straight guys telling me, hey, what are you doing? You got to put some of this on so you can talk to the girls. And All like, right. What? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not um, going to go there, man. People are going to people are going to. I'm not, you know, see, the thing is, is it's just like we're at a point right now where the L.A. vibe, like that type of energy is just it's all over. Like it's going to take over the whole planet and it's through Hollywood. It's through the whole transhumanist agenda, you know, it's and, and the liberal agenda, too, which I don't know how well it's going to work in the short term. I think they kind of exhausted that that energy. It kind of was too much since the whole past couple of years of the lockdown. But. Overall, I think we could all agree that that's kind of the energy that the the controllers, the globalists, that's the, that's the type of thing they want to push to that's be like a unified planet, Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Yeah, they want it to be just like a big ritual of bread and circus. Have you ever, and have you ever ate at Planet Hollywood? This restaurant is no. disgusting, bro. Like this was in Vegas, and I went there because it was really cool. Like it was just a cool no. place. But the food no, no was idea. gross. Uh, Yo, so, have you have you yeah, heard of that shit into- where it's like the um the restaurants that like allegedly sell a uh, human human meat in in California? Is that real? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff coming out with stuff like that. Uh, I I there's like there's some weird stuff going out like like that. Like, <laughs> There's some weird stuff. I'm just, I'm just wondering like, if you, I'm just wondering if you've heard of that because it's like, it's, it's like I think it's in climate. California. It's gonna be but good like, for the climate. This is old, dude. This shit goes back. Like it, it was around the time where all that QAnon stuff was brewing up. You know, like all the, all the stuff that, um, like fall of the cabal and that shit. Huh. 
I'm I'm still trying to find this image. Doja Cat and Jenner. That's what I'll look up. Because I want to. It was like Marina Marina Abramovich or whatever was involved in it. Oh, here it is. I found it. I found it. I'm gonna. This is some witch stuff, bro. This is like some witch stuff. I want to decode this with you, uh, in the audience. And before we start decoding this satanic witch stuff. Uh, make sure you hit that like button. We're joined here with water <laughs> stuff. Smash that like button. We got we got over a million people watching right now <laughs> in the audience. I want to see one million. Likes. I want to see. I want to see six million six hundred sixty six thousand likes right now. No, one less than that. So it's we don't we <laughs> yeah. don't want that. We want the. What am I uh, looking at right now? What the okay. fuck am I looking at? This is what this is. We're gonna decode this right now. So this she has the lion's happened. Head. Yes, the, so there's the lion's head, and that's a gen, that's one of the Jenners. Yeah. And um, Doja Cat is in in the middle. Um, my mind, you know, who's I don't know who this is, but I think that's Madonna in her shirt and look this i don't know who this is but she's a witch for sure that's a witch yeah. outfit she's wearing a witch she, hat. <laughs> she looks like tiny tim remember tiny tim <laughs> no, <but that's... laughs> yo look up no real quick just google tiny tim well you don't even need to change yeah google tiny yeah, tim bro tiny, tiny that's tim. that's like tiny tim with a witch hat on tiny tim that does look like tiny tim doesn't it, dude? That totally yeah. does. This guy's the best, dude. Tiptoe through the tulips. Have you ever heard that? It was like on SpongeBob. He, oh, really? He's tight. I mean, I guess <laughs> his voice is unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. I think I have heard him. He has like a creepy song, right? It's all cre- yeah. It's hella creepy. Yeah, I but think his, I, uh, his face his face looks like that lady's. That's literally so, resurrected Tiny Tim. Yeah, so like, I'll bring up my thoughts on it that I I was thinking of because I was going into the whole like Mithra initiations, but I don't know too much about it. Um, but there's seven initiations. Um, Go back to that picture. i i did see the doja cat uh thing like i did see her but i didn't see this picture yet this is insanity i know there's something up with this picture and it goes into initiations you got five of them one two three four five um she's red like the sun and there's like the sun runner initiation in mithra cult and then she's there's a lion one too that's why it made me think of it i i know there's something up with this though well the lion is leo that could come back to the sun as well i think this doja cat this to me almost has the vibe of the four stages of the of the magnum opus the red the white the yellowing and uh the black so it just goes in those phases and then there's like this handler lady on the all the way on the left the one that you said looks like the witch but those and four stages of alchemy are, are really are really key in a lot of this stuff. 
and the yellowing or citronitas could be the could be the lion. Oh, somebody pointed out that's the Templar colors. That is true. Yeah, exactly. Great call, Mars Pop. And you've broken down this Wizard of Oz stuff quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you have Nigredo, which is black, Albedo, which is white, and then Citronitas, which is yellow, and then you have the final stage, Rubedo, Rubato, which is robbing time or the reddening, which has to deal with the phoenix rising from the ashes. So Doja Cat is the phoenix uh, in this picture. Yeah. And that's why she's in the middle. Yeah. And she was like the highlight of the show too. And ashes are white and black. Gray. And just the color scheme, like there's a lion, there's someone in all white, then all red, then black and white, and then all black. Like it's super planned out. Oh, yeah. Jan's here. It's like in the col- the cover of Abbey Road. Have you ever looked at that? Yeah. The Beatles. Yeah. The same I'm thing, dude. It's the same same thing. You're gonna see the 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 stages of alchemy idea that I was telling you about, but it also can come back to the subconscious, the conscious mind with the white and the black. And uh, that Albie Road um, video. I got <laughs> Sorry, it's just Chan's here. So <laughs> everybody make sure you hit that like button for Chan. He's here. He's looking right at the camera. That's awesome. He's tired. Oh, look at that face. He's going to be out of focus because this is a manual camera. It's not an autofocus camera. Okay. Sorry about that. Let me get back to where there's Abbey Road. So Abbey Road, um, uh, Joe Biden fell on a road that looked just like Abbey Road on Paul McCartney's oh, really? birthday. Okay. <laughs> on his bicycle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to think I'm starting to think that like all these people that outlive one of their other members, like they all have to do with the ritual of the other person. So like Paul probably sacrificed uh, John. But Ringo is sad. Paul was the first sacrifice. And he died on a 9-11 date. Um, He was cloned. I think me and Logan <laughs> talked about this once privately. Like Ringo is Saturn, the rings. And right. Ringo is wearing all black. <laughs> oh, great. That's and, a great connection. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I John, see what you're saying. And John is Jesus, Jesus, tied back to Jupiter, and he's wearing all white. Um, purity. This is fucked up. This is like a really wild. Um, but yeah, and then you even have the black and white symbolism for the the street the crosswalk it's called the crosswalk <laughs> yeah the crossbones the crossbones I've, I've done a deep dive on the beatles paul mccartney and all of them yeah um so they're called the beatles like, man the scarab beetle the dung beetle the, this is all tied back that? to egypt 
Yeah. That's that's what it that's what it's tied back to. It's just tied back to the 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 Egyptian mythological story and that that's why they are so big. Yeah, bigger than yep. And um their last studio album was the white album, which was the ninth album, which was the completion album because it was right. the last album. And that's when Helter Skelter went down. Amazing, amazing connection. Yeah, yeah. that, that, uh, that Helter Skelter thing is super fascinating, dude. Like I, I did a little bit of decoding on that, but I, I just kind of let go of it because it has no utility, but, um, yeah, that Charles Manson shit and like, all of the stuff that was going on with Hollywood and the two, the movie that what's his name made uh, Quentin Tarantino with DiCaprio and, and Brad Pitt. Yep. That's a, Dude, that's a definition so... of a simulacrum that movie. Yeah. Like the fact that it had those two player characters and then one was a stunt double for the other one. Like, Oh man, there was so much symbolism in that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know the Andrew, sorry. Uh, what's her name? Sharon Tate. And it makes me think of Andrew Tate, but Sharon Tate, right? In that ritual, that pregnancy ritual thing, murder. And then I was connecting it to, uh, fuck, what was his name? The guy, uh, Polanski, Roman Polanski, who was with Sharon Tate at that time. But then he had to like flee America because he like is a convicted pedophile. And then he made that movie, The Pianist, <laughs> The Pianist, right? Or like The Pianist, some shit like that. He made it while he was like charged with guilt, like guilty charges for being a pedophile. And he comes out with this movie that was like super famous movie about World War II, right? So there was just all these connections that were going through it. You know, his name is Roman. All leads, all roads lead to Rome. <laughs> and here he is like, uh, you know, just making movies, free man in France. Uh, I don't know. I, I was doing a decode on it, having fun. And then it got to a point where I was like, uh, this, this, I can't use this, but, um, well, I know that it, it had a, well, it had a little bit of a resurgence in the idea with that movie, uh, with the Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt connection to the Quentin Tarantino film. And Quentin Tarantino is always behind these movies that are time pieces that are there part of Hollywood to just manipulate your perception, like the whole Django movie like that it's like what are we doing still making slave movies like get the are we serious and then like we're cheering it all on and agreeing with it it's just nonsense it's like it's going to be so hard for humanity to break that spell of hollywood um because they make the play they make the hero character exactly who they need it to be at the time where the narrative uh can can spell cast bro and they just do it just... over and over again every decade they come out with a new one that kind of continues in, in their agenda I'm a big Tarantino fan and uh, his ninth completion. That was his <laughs> movie once upon a time in Hollywood. So if that's Dude, his last so movie, good. if that's his last movie, that's a completion number. And yeah. it goes back to Helter Skelter and all that. And Rosemary's baby, the apartment was John Lennon's apartment uh, over <sighs> there. Yeah. So Dude, like, yeah, it goes hella deep. Yeah. No. Well, also we need to consider like when we think of nine as the complete, I wouldn't. Okay. So I have something to play with here for everyone and I would love to know your take. Okay. Yeah. Nine is the number of everything, right? Zero is the number of nothing. It's the cosmic egg. It's the number that gives birth to one, et cetera. Nine could be considered everything, but I'm starting to actually shift my perspective 
<clears throat> I think 10 is the number of completion. 10 well, is this the is, cycle. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're probably right. Just I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting, uh, but it, right here, uh, it says once upon a time in Hollywood, Tarantino, it says ninth movie. And this means one left before he retires. He's going to make 10 feature films. So what you're saying may, is right here in front of my face while you're saying that. So, yeah. I don't believe so I kind of feel, <clears throat> yeah, I kind of feel like 10 is the completion number. Uh, also in some decodes that I've worked on, like that is the number because we've moved into the digital realm where everything is ones and zeros, like this binary code. We're working with transhumanism now, like we're working with the with a digital age, um, the information age, as they call it. So that has made me switch up like we're in the one and zero, the ones and zeros age. And, and you know, L Lionel Messi wore number 10, just won the last uh, World Cup. He was the player. He's Leo, Leo, the lion or the sun. The sun is the logo of Argentina's flag. Um, the you know, you go back to the second time that they won. Diego Maradona was playing on the team. Diego Maradona also wore number 10. This is like all coded in in this very odd way. But I think number 10 is very important um, in this decoding in this decoding thing. That's wild. That's so wild, bro. Yeah, I think you're on to something big there. I've been, and, and also like, so one one more last thing that I think is super, super important is 10 is DES, D-E-C, like in decimal or Dechi, and you know our month system is all fraudulent because they have September being the ninth month, even though sept or septum is seven. So the true December month should be the 10th month, and that's the month that's given all of this prana for Jesus being, you know, and, and all the other stuff around Christmas. Saturnalia is in December. It's really the 10th month, okay? And 10 so is, is important. X, right? In Roman numerals, correct. <laughs> Correct. So this is so important, guys. Like 10 is it. Like it's it's a big connection. Um, I think people don't give it enough credit um, when they're looking at the decoding, the decoding game. And it's easy because most people learn about numerology and numerology tends to do this reduction uh, stage where it would it would reduce 10 down to one again. Correct. So you could perceive it as such. And who is the one? It's Neo. In the Matrix, Neo is you, the main character in the game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you could bring and this back. And it's also an anagram for one. Correct. That's interesting. And we know that movie was all about, we, all, we know that movie was exposing the simulacrum. It was showing you the code, how the code is reality or what you believe reality is. It's all just coded in, which is through the mind. They literally yeah. jack you in through your, through your head. <laughs> the skull that's wild so waters um this is your website right here um and you got a youtube channel i got waters youtube channel down below make sure you go subscribe he puts out fantastic decodes uh and we also got some patreons but don't sign up today sign up tomorrow to our patreons you know i'm gonna be Doing oh, actually, Patreon changed their, uh, you should know this, Patreon changed their billing function so that anyone who's joining after November of 2022, which is now, uh, they do not do the first of the month thing anymore. So that's really oh. nice for, that's really nice for people who like want to join Patreon at any time. 
Um, and also it's nice because you don't need to worry about that first of the month uh, stuff like so oh, yeah it, it's just it's they, they they changed it over so that it's 30 days from the day you sign up but also anyone who joined before November of 2022 they will be charged on their initial charge date which is the first gotcha. well I got that five dollar so any... deal yo go get that five dollar patreon there you can sign up right now get exclusive content you know go sign up to waters he's got great decodes I'm subscribed I'm part of the wolf pack. That's why I got my wolf t-shirt on. And I got the <laughs> nice. $5 deal. You can sign up to the $5 deal. No, I was telling everyone don't sign up till tomorrow, uh, but go sign up now. Yeah, What's actually I have my, um, I have my uh, Super Bowl decoded. It's going to release tomorrow or the 2nd of February. It just depends on how I get all these connections prepared, but I'll have that available on my Patreon, patreon.com slash waters above. And um, that's going to be super comprehensive because what I did last year with my decode of the Super Bowl was I tied it in with the Chinese lunar year and I combined all that information to be able to determine the numbers that were either going to be positive or negative on the year. So that way, as I decode with my free content that I'm put putting out on uh, YouTube, you're able to see kind of like the energy play out over the year every week when I make my YouTube videos. So I'm using um, these uh, critical events to kind of conjoin it all together and have some some big you know big gems to share for the future because i think that's one of the best prediction i don't like using the word prediction but it's the best prediction method is to take things that have already happened in the past big events tie all the numbers together tie all the astrology together see it kind of as this holistic approach and then it could help us look look towards tomorrow yeah so we got we got the waters patreon we got the $5 donut deal so I can get my hair cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so go subscribe. By, by chance, some cat litter. I. How do you know he needs cat litter? I got to get him cat litter. <laughs> can you, yeah. So uh, go support us. Uh, we appreciate everybody here tuning in. Make sure uh, what you could do is hit that like button. That like button needs your attention. We've been talking some wild stuff. This has been a great podcast. Really appreciate you, Waters. Got exclusive content as well up on our Patreon. I'm not sure if it's on yours, uh, Waters, um, but I think it is. But we we did videos that aren't on YouTube right now, and they're over on the Patreon. Other like hour-long presentations. We did that water one. Um but yeah, smash that like button. <laughs> you got anything else you'd like to say, Waters, before we wrap it up? No, man, I appreciate you having me on. I know it's been a while since our last chat, but this one was packed, packed with information, almost two hours long. So I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to the next time and shout out to your community. Appreciate you guys for coming over and checking out my work. It means a lot to me. Yeah, and shout out to the, the Wolf Pack. Anyway, it's Donut with Waters Above. Much love and God bless y'all. I'm gonna do my wave out.